Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to the Elevate with Erica podcast. I'm your host, Erica. I spent most of my life trying to do everything in the right order. You know, the things I was told would give me this great life, but it turned out not feeling so great. College, job, marriage, kids. I crushed that checklist. I made it to the point where there was nothing left to cross off, and I was stressed, living paycheck to paycheck, unfulfilled, tired, and I knew there had to be more to life than wishing away the week until Friday. I wasted some time feeling like something was wrong with me for wanting more, but that changed when I changed my circle. I surrounded myself with people who were proof there was more to life than the one I was living, and that's what I'm here to do for you and with you. Do you need the inspiration to make big moves, to create a life that gets you excited? Are you ready to elevate yourself past your fears? Then elevate with Erica. Grab a bottle and get comfy, friends. It's time for some unfiltered advice. I'm going to jump right in today. Today's topic is happiness. I'm going to give you the magic key to happiness. Are you ready for it? The key to happiness, the secret sauce, the magic is you. Did you just roll your eyes? I'm sure you've heard it before. We hear it, but are we actually acknowledging that daily? I wasn't. I wasn't just as recently as last year. I still slip here and there today. When things aren't moving as fast as I want them to in my business, I go into the blame game. It's because people are lazy. It's because no one wants this as bad as me. It's because no one wants to take care of themselves right now. It's because everyone's busy with back to school. You know what that does, though? That gives all those things so much power. It takes power away from me. It puts my emotions in the hands of something else. And we all know our thoughts affect the way we feel and the way we feel affects the way we act. That is why I found this topic to be in good timing for what I'm seeing a lot of on social media to what I'm hearing people talk about when I'm out socializing. Everyone is arguing over who is right all the time. People are stressed, worrying about whether or not we will return to homeschool, whether our jobs will take another hit. The next thing someone is going to tell us is safe to do. Can we go to events outdoors or indoors? Can we travel? Can we have family over? It's a lot, right? When's the last time you had a day where the thought of this virus didn't cross your mind? And you know what? It's a lot. And we're all trying to do the right thing. I choose to believe that. So we have to show ourselves a little grace in this conversation because I know it's not always easy to choose joy. I'm not telling you to stick your head in the clouds, but I am telling you that no outside circumstance has the ability to create an emotion within you without your permission. And you know what? If I was told today that my kids would be returning to homeschool, I would be angry and I would be stressed. I would. And it's okay to feel that emotion. That's how you can process it and move on from it. But then I'm going to shift into, okay, How am I going to make this a positive situation for me and my children? How am I going to choose to show up for this season? How do I want to feel? Well, I want to feel happy, right? So what am I going to do about it? It's those thoughts that I'm trying to get you in tune with today, that you don't have control over what happens, but you have control over how you are going to react to it. I'm going to shift a little bit. 
So we don't have an entire episode talking about something I'm sure we are all needing a break from talking about. I want to relate this topic to relationships. My marriage wasn't in a great place last year, probably up through the beginning of this year too. I'm not embarrassed to tell you guys that because I've never portrayed that my marriage was perfect to begin with. Maybe people assumed it was, but I never portrayed it to be. One of the perks of always being authentic is that it's so freeing to be who you are. I'll tell you my part in the state of my marriage last year because I love to self-reflect. I think it's a really great quality. It's what always allows me to see where I can grow and not put myself on a pedestal. I was super unhappy in my corporate job. I was coming home damn near every day telling my husband how just miserable I was. And he would give me this advice that felt so surface, almost like inadvertently minimalizing what I was experiencing. He was unintentionally insulting me. Looking back, I think to myself, it just, it's just that he just didn't know what to say. He wasn't walking into that position that I was every day. What did I want from him? So I stopped telling him things. And then I just held in all this emotion and I had no outlet except my workouts. Enter the phase of my life where I just started talking a lot less at home. I would talk to my kids because mama bear, hello, but I would shut down with my husband. I was so miserable in my work life. It consumed so much of my brain that I had nothing left to give him and talking to him felt like I was faking. So I just chose not to. I was short in my responses. I was internally screaming. I wanted him to hear those screams. I wanted him to know I was unhappy and I also wanted him to do something about it. I did. It created so much resentment. Looking back, that sounds crazy. I wanted him to make me happy, and I also didn't want to let him down by leaving that job. So I felt like I was stuck, even though we're never really stuck, right? I mean, maybe temporarily, but we are never permanently stuck. Nothing changes if nothing changes, and your life is a result of your choices, no one else's. I was miserable in my job, and then I started to blame my husband for not making me happy. Like, if I'm miserable at work, can't you just treat me like a fucking princess when I'm home? Can someone ask me what I want for dinner at the end of the day? Can someone tell me relax when I get home? Can someone just hold me at the end of the day? Let me vent and just listen. Tell me I'm not crazy. And look, all those things are really nice, right? If someone cooked for you, if someone told you to kick your feet up, if someone made you feel heard, but it's not anyone's responsibility to actually do those things. And people show up for you when you're showing up for yourself. So there I am walking around like a damn pile of straight up crap. And I'm expecting my husband to want to be around me. Why? Simply because he's my husband? Because of some vows? Because we said for better or for worse? Does he owe me that? I wouldn't want to hug a bag of ass, would you? It's not up to him to make me happy. It's not fair of me to expect him to live his life, take care of his responsibilities, and also make me feel better. That's not the me I brought to the table. And some of you may not agree here, but hear me out. Have you heard that quote from Will Smith? Her happiness is not my responsibility. 
she should be happy and I should be happy individually, then we come together and share our happiness. Giving someone a responsibility to make you happy when you can't do it for yourself, now that is selfish. My husband can make me smile. He can make me feel good, right? The relationships in your life can do that for you, but no one can make you happy, truly to your core happy, but you. We got to take accountability for our happiness. It's not up to what's going on in the world. It's not up to your circumstances. It's not up to your relationships. It's not up to your finances. It's up to you. Money. Let me talk about that for a second. Because I stayed in a job I was miserable in for way too long because of money. Because they were handing me this nice paycheck every two weeks to be absolutely freaking miserable. It's like hush money. (laughs) Because they said you can retire in 30 years and hopefully you feel good enough then to actually go live a life that makes you happy. If you're lucky. I stayed because I had adjusted my life to that income. My husband had adjusted his life to the income I was contributing. I stayed because I thought I needed those things that money was for. I stayed because I was afraid of letting my husband down. I definitely didn't stay because I was happy. But there came a time when I got so unhappy. There I was, bottling it all in, not sharing anything with anyone anymore, just carrying this luggage alone, letting it affect how I was showing up as a mom and a wife. And I said, why am I doing this? I did not work this hard to be this damn miserable. You guys, I was working on my master's degree when my child was three months old and vomiting everywhere, getting up with him at nights by myself, earning those those degrees, working that nine to five since I was 17. I did not work that hard to be this damn miserable at 34. At what cost am I willing to sacrifice my well-being for? This isn't for me. What am I willing to sacrifice to find happiness? It took me a long time to get to that point. Longer time than I wish, but I've asked myself that question twice in my life, and both times led to big life changes. One of those times, my first marriage. I was letting go of a friend, yes, But I was also thinking about how I was moving back to a single income. I was thinking about my debt and my car payment and the luxuries I would have to give up. And no, I wasn't living luxuriously in that marriage, but I just mean moving back to not buying myself clothes. No more steak dinners at home. From bottles of wine to boxed wine. From $500 Christmases for my kids to how many presents can I put under the tree for 200 bucks? But was I going to spend the rest of my life unhappy or was I going to make some temporary sacrifices so that I could be happy in the five years it might take to rebuild my life? It wasn't up to my ex-husband to make me happy. That's not why our marriage failed. Thinking about that job I left last year, I asked myself that same question. Is this really the price tag I'm putting on my happiness for the next 30 years? For the next 30 years. If that's not eye-opening to you, 
I calculated how old I would be. You know, it sucks to start your career over at 34. But it would suck way more to still be miserable for the same exact reason as you are at 35 all the way through till you're 65, 30 years from now. So was my husband thrilled that I left? Hell no. He was worried. We were like two squirrels bringing our own nuts to the table. Shit, this is a weird, (laughs) this is a weird analogy, but just go with me. All of a sudden, I was like, I don't have as many nuts to bring anymore. And so he started hoarding his nuts. And this is getting more and more weird. You get me though, right? He was like, this better not affect my nuts. Okay, I had to, I the last one, last one. So anyway, guess what? I did it anyway. It's not his responsibility to support me. That's not who I brought to the table when he met me. It's also not my responsibility to sacrifice my happiness for the luxuries my money provided for him and my kids. So I stripped down my income. I said, what bills are necessities? Where can I do without? What's a want and what's a need? This is something a lot of people aren't willing to do. And that's why they stay in miserable jobs and miserable marriages. They want the big house, nice cars, designer shoes, dinner out, the perfect Instagram picture of their vacations. And they think those things are going to make them happy. But at the end of the day, it's why so many of us are unhappy, relying on these outside things to make us feel good. And guess what? It doesn't work. It takes work to be happy, not things. Work on yourself. Temporary sacrifices to live a life you love. I decided I put 16 years into building a career I wasn't happy in. I can put in five plus years of some hella grind so I can have the life I know I would be happier in. And so it means sacrificing and it means a lower salary and it means I work more hours now than I did before. But guess what? I'm happier. I'm happier because I love what I do. So I don't mind working the extra hours. I'm happier because I'm proud of what I'm accomplishing and I'm bringing that successful, confident businesswoman home to my family at night. Not that run down, watching the clock, praying for Friday version. You're not making anyone else happy if you're not happy. That's the bottom line. My husband will tell you now that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. He sees me working hard. He slowly but surely is understanding. And it's not my job to get him to get it. So I just keep working towards what makes me happy, which is resulting in me showing up as a better human, which is allowing my happiness to then speak for itself. In the fitness world, I especially hear this excuse. I don't have the money for that right now. I don't have the money to build a business. I don't have the money to pay for the workouts. Then those same people are at Starbucks three times a week. I saw your Instagram picture. (laughs) Going out for sunset dinners, riding around in the nicest car, living in this huge home, buying that boutique sweater. Those same people will say, I hate my job. TGIF. I wish I could afford to take care of myself. I wish I could have more time with my kids. Show up for your life then. Get out of your head and into your life. What price tag are you putting on your happiness? Is it the illusion of this perfect life when inside you're miserable? 
Or maybe you're not miserable, but some parts really freaking suck and no one has any idea. Do something about it. It's going to take work, but what are you going to do? Spend the rest of your life like that? So that your image looks perfect to someone else? Really? You deserve more. You deserve to give yourself a chance to feel fulfilled in every area of your life. Maybe you're letting what's going on in the world control your happiness because it's easier to complain about what you can't control than work on what you can. Maybe you're letting money control your happiness because that nice car and that cute handbag make you look good to everyone else. Maybe you're letting relationships control your happiness because you think it's up to your spouses, friends, and family to make you feel good. We got to recognize that we're doing that. Money, relationships, and circumstances, they do not control your happiness. You do. You have choices. You've just chosen not to put in the work to change. You've put a price tag on your happiness, and it's too freaking low. So I'm asking you to raise the bar today. To put in the work to make you happy for you. And this always gets me a little bit emotional because I spent so much time unhappy, but it's not selfish to put in the work to make yourself happy. It's necessary and you deserve happiness. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap up this episode. And if I said something today that touched you, share it on your social media share this episode, let a friend know. If you know someone who needs to hear this message, send it to them. As always, if you do share on your social media, make sure to tag me so that I can personally thank you. You can find me on Instagram. My handle is at miss underscore Erica underscore Renee. Let's raise our cups for a cheers, friends. Cheers to choosing happiness instead of chasing it to owning that we deserve to be happy regardless of how that may affect someone else, accepting that we get to choose what to accept and what to let go of, and knowing that happiness is not out there. It's in you. Until next episode, friends. E.